Do you have a hard time remaining calm despite the chaos that's happening around you? Think about this. There's a little couple things, few, few things that are causing some chaos around you. So if you want to know how to stay calm despite all that chaos, stick around for today's show. Your mind is a beautiful thing, but if left unattended, it can get ugly real quick. If you're not constantly curating the content your mind consumes on a daily basis, then your surroundings will dictate your daily thoughts, habits, behaviors, and actions. This show has only one goal, to leave your mind more beautiful than it was when you arrived. Welcome to the Beautiful Mind Show. Welcome to today's show. My name is Jason Everett. I'm your host for today for Beautiful Minds, uh, where we take a look at what are the things that can happen to you that take your mind out of the game? What are the things that for for those of you that struggle every single day and you struggle with maybe anxiety or depression or uh, fears that you're trying to sort out, what can you do to keep your mind more beautiful. And, and while uh, we give you tips on that every single day, I hope that as you watch other shows, you get more insights. And I want to bring on the show today, somebody that I actually think has a beautiful mind. Uh, one of my good friends, uh, Steve, he's all the way from Canada. And the reason why I want to bring Steve on today, so if you guys can give me a shout and just type Steve in the chat, is Steve is an amazing human because he always has a giant smile on his face. He's a happy-go-lucky dude, but he also works with some incredible humans all over the planet in the Special Olympics program and all kinds of other great things. So please welcome to, this, to the show, Steve Cushman. What's up, Steve? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, good to see you all as well, Jason. Thanks for having me. Yeah, dude, glad to have you on today and be hanging out and chatting with you. Uh, I mean, I know you, you've you worked on like happiness projects and all kinds of things to make sure that people always have a big smile on their face. But we were chatting before the show and we were talking about some of the things that are going on right now is we really are in this world that's only a little chaotic, right? On a scale of one to chaos in my lifetime, I'm pretty sure we're at the place where we keep fluctuating between like nine and seven on the list of how I thought the world would be chaotic. I mean, there's not aliens raining down from the heavens, blowing the place up, but there's still a lot of fear and there's a lot of chaos and there's a lot of stuff going on. Would you agree even in Canada, you said you're going back on another level of lockdown today, right? That's right, more restrictions happening right now. Yeah, there's all kinds of chaos. I mean, there's so much noise, you know, there's lots of things and, and tell you what, we're, I mean, we're in the information world, like everything's at our fingertips. And unfortunately, I mean, that's good. And that's bad. We find out there's a lot of good things happening. But we're also filled with all kinds of information that maybe is or is not true. And we don't know what to believe half the time. So yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of busyness happening out in the world right now. Right. And isn't that the truth? And I know you're in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, uh, all the way up there in Canada, dude. And it's the weather's starting to change for you guys. You know, you're uh, your your nice weather is about to go super cold and uh you know with more restrictions and more things how do you how do you keep a smile on your face how do you stay calm how are you not in this panic mode like other people are steve what is it that you do differently than others oh ooh boy you know you know I, I mean a lot of the things that i do probably pretty similar to the things that you've talked about on this show in the past i mean whether we're celebrating wins or you know i'm sure you've used that term in this podcast before right um, yeah, yeah. You know, whether, you know, you probably, you've probably talked a lot about uh, um, meditation and uh, exercise and things like that. And, and although I could, I, I'm not going to get, I'm not a meditator to, I mean, I do meditate, but it's not, I don't have a specific process. So I'm not going to say that's something I do, but 
But um, what I do for the most part is I focus on me and and then focus on what I can control first. I mean, that's uh, and that's where you have to start. Yeah. If you get if you, you it's pretty easy to get overwhelmed thinking about other people's problems or or what other people are telling you what you who you should be or what you should be doing. And and this kind of goes back to like goal setting. And, and when you're looking at trying to set goals for yourself, are you are you setting goals for yourself or are you setting goals that other people are, are expecting of you? Right. And so that's mm -hmm. the that's the big thing for me. That's where I start is the control piece of I can control me and that's where I focus. Yeah, completely. Now, Steve, I know one of the other things that I, I've known you for and I, I watch online when you do some uh, fundraiser programs, you do a lot of work with the Special Olympics up there. Uh, tell me about your involvement with then and let's talk about how long you've been doing programs like that. Uh, okay, so I guess, you know, I started in 1999 was my first connection to Special Olympics. And I hope that people, some people that are listening, yeah, a long time ago, right? Yeah, it's um, a hot minute, man. Uh, 1999 was the first time I started with Special wow. Olympics. And, and that was because I worked at a place called Camp Easter Seal. And here in Canada, mm. Camp Easter Seal is a, is a camp. Easter Seals, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, well, yeah you're, I'm sure you're familiar with that term. So Easter it's Seals, a sure. completely accessible camp for people with disabilities, whether it's wheelchair, intellectual disabilities, so on and so forth. But uh, that's where everything mm. started for me. And, and uh, Special Olympics has been a great place for me because it keeps me grounded. Keeps very much keeps me grounded, grounded because the 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 athletes, um, you know, they've got their own struggles and disabilities in their disabilities or or limitations bit that based on what the world is putting upon them, um, but they control what they can control, which is themselves first, and you know they have very high expectations for themselves, which is fabulous because. Most people that talk to them or a lot of people that talk to them or work with them or support them in some way, a lot of people have limited expectations for them. But other, but, but the people I work with, you know, the beautiful thing is that they have high expectations and the sky's the limit and there's, there's no mm -hmm. personal limitations, which is great. Yeah. So what is it about that, Steve? Because I, you know, I was listening to this comic the other day. Uh, I think he's, he's on uh, America's Got Talent and he was doing a whole bit and he's, uh, he, he has a disability that he was, he still showcases even during his comedy bit. And he goes, you know, I go, he's like, I run in the special Olympics and he goes, I think it's cute that all you people with two working legs thinks that you think that you should compete in an Olympics when it's just easy to run with two legs. And he was like, yeah, good for you. Congratulations. You can do it without any sort of dysfunction or disability. And I think sometimes Steve, you know, we go through life every single day thinking about, oh, well, I'm. I'm just going about my day and I have this struggle or I have this problem. And then you have people who are like, no, I actually have a disability in this area and I'm still going to do something to create something out of it. I think there's, there's something special about people that despite the disability are still willing to push forward. Right. And what is it that you found since working with people, people uh, since 99 that are pushing past their own disabilities? What have you learned about that and what does it teach you and how does it keep your mind sharp? Mm, well, I guess one of the big things I've learned is that although other people are labeling them as having a disability, they never talk about that and they never they never focus on that. So instead of looking at the disability, they're always looking at the ability. What can I do? What am yeah, I capable of? And and even though maybe I can't run, I don't have two working legs to to run a race like like everybody else. It doesn't mean I'm not capable of doing all kinds of great things as well, you know, in other areas of mm -hmm. life. And so focus on the ability instead of the disability. 
So how does Get that back. play out like in our world? Because I, you had said this right before the show is that, you know, everybody has a disability, right? Like I think some people just have disabilities that literally is physically seen. And there's plenty of people that have disabilities that are not physically seen and they're behind the scenes. Let's talk about that for a minute. What, what have you observed about people who have hidden disabilities uh, and what they do about those things? Tell me about that. All right. Uh, so in regards to hidden, hidden disabilities, right? I mean, or what, maybe they I wouldn't mean, acknowledge it or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Uh, and I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about, you know, like uh, winning that war between your ears, and you know what Blair Singer always, uh, you know, taught us both uh, is that uh, yeah. if you can't win that war between your ears, between your what's between your right ear and your left ear, and you know your brain and that little voice in your brain, and uh, that's that's a disability that a lot of people don't even acknowledge, right? And so, yeah. I yeah. guess that's something I've learned to do over the years, and in that, uh, it's okay to be you it's okay it's okay to be exactly who you want to be and you don't have to also have uh, follow other people's expectations that's one thing that that's one thing i've learned in, in supporting people with disabilities is that you don't have to live up to other people's expectations you live up to whatever expectations you want or you like to, you create for yourself whatever great big goals that you have for yourself and so i mean that's that's one thing for me anyway i don't know that you're making sense. It does. It does. No, it absolutely does, man. And I actually, I, w I would like to talk about this. I think one of the things that is just, what do you do when you have that moment? And I'd love to talk with you about that, Steve, is when you can acknowledge something that's in your way, how do you blow through it? How do you get to the other side of it? How do you remain an eternal optimist on the other side? We've got to take a quick break. When we come back, man, I, this, this is a big ask, but I want to know how do you remain an eternal optimist despite chaos, despite struggles, challenges, obstacles. What have you learned from the people that you work with? And what have you learned about this yourself? All we come back from this short break. Would you like to have an even more beautiful mind? Well, we'd like you to have one. And we actually created a seven day beautiful minds challenge. It was a little bit of a choose your own adventure challenge for just seven days. And I really think you can do anything for seven days. It's definitely not easy, but it will be simple for you to get access to it. All you have to do is comment anywhere on this video or send me a message on social media that says seven day. And I'll send you immediate access to not only our beautiful minds Facebook group, but also our beautiful minds challenge where you can go through three different areas your mental health, your emotional health, and your physical health, and get challenges in each of those areas that'll help you get a handle on each of those areas inside your life to give you more control over what you want to do every single day. So do me a favor, comment seven day or send me a message on any social media. And I'll make sure I give you access to our exclusive community group as well as access to the challenge. Thanks so much. And now back to the show. Welcome back. I am chatting with my buddy uh, all the way from Saskatoon, Canada. Uh, and we're talking about how do you push through when you see an obstacle? What do you do to overcome something that might seem insurmountable to other people? And Steve, you already said something that I really thought was powerful earlier, is that you said a lot of times when you talk to people or when you work with people inside the Special Olympics, like they don't really see themselves as having a, a disability. And I remember I was, it was, uh, I can't remember what the guy's name is, Kyle, I'm drawing a blank on what his name was, uh, but he Maynard. was the guy who climbed, oh uh, yeah, Kyle, Kyle Maynard. Kyle Maynard, yeah. Kyle Maynard, thank you. I knew I was going to get it out, so thank you. Uh, I, I actually chatted with Kyle because he climbed K2, right? He climbed K2 yep. uh, without, uh, with help, like without a lot of help. And like he was born without having arms and legs, 
right? He Correct. was born without having arms and legs. And like, he was like, dude, I honestly don't know what the world would be like having arms and legs other than I was created in a world with a lot of other people who have arms and legs. So he's like, you know, this has been my whole life. Like he's on stage, like on his cell phone and like doing all this stuff. And you know, he's just doing his thing. And he's like, this is my entire life. I've always been this way. And his parents really taught him from a very early age, like this world was not made for you but you have always supposed to be here or you were always supposed to be here. And he just said like, so he's, he just always looks at like, dude, I can do everything you can do. I just have to do it in a slightly different way. And I think right. this idea of getting people to realize that like, I think sometimes as, as haha, I know this is gonna sound funny when I say, normal people, right? They have all functioning limbs or whatever other thing that you might, you might try and say haha normal. I don't think anybody's normal, but I'm just saying in general, you might be perceived as like, hey, I have every opportunity that I need. I've, I didn't lose an arm, I didn't lose whatever. Sometimes when we see an obstacle or when that type of person sees an obstacle, it feels insurmountable to them. They're like, well, geez, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And other people don't have the same obstacle in front of them. It must be easy for them. And you kind of get in this like backpedal, like you had talked about that you get in your little voice and you kind of get your mind behind it. What have you seen from people who are used to dealing with deficits or differences in the world around them, how they approach things differently than other people do? What, what have you seen, Steve? I, well, okay, so right off the hop, the first thing that I think of is the next step as in what's the next step. So people look at, um, say climbing Kilimanjaro, as you mentioned, um, I was on, I did the exact same expedition. I also climbed Kilimanjaro in 2018. And the one thing about climbing that mountain, and we can say that, so if you're looking at an obstacle, you can kind of consider yeah. it as a metaphor, as a, as a mountain, so to speak, but don't look at the top of the mountain. Don't focus so much on the end destination. Just look at that next step, as in what next step can I take right now to get me one, one step closer to that mm -hmm. end goal? you know, later right. on. So that's, that's probably step. the first thing. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Love taking that. action, that's, that's another piece of it. So if you focus on the next step and you look at, okay, what, what small step can I take right now to get me one step closer to my end goal? But that also means taking action, which is similar to setting goals. You set a goal for your person to put yourself in motion, to start taking action towards that goal. So that's the thing you take, what's that next step and then take action towards it. Because as soon as you start taking action, you're either going to find one, it's going to work for you or two, it's not going to work for you. And how can you adjust it, right? How can you make mm -hmm. that, make the change or make the adjustment to overcome that obstacle? Whatever that next step is may or may not work, but at least you took the step, celebrate the win along the way. And then, uh, and then keep moving forward to whatever you need to do to keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And be able to see, be able to envision what, what that next step is. Cause I think so many times, Steve, people try to look at the end and try to see the, the finish line, but they don't pay attention to what's right there in front of them. Right? So they see, and I, I think this is what it's like, I was just saying this yesterday is that sometimes what can happen is when you imagine a future, you imagine the finish line of the future. Like you go, well, let me imagine all the steps and like, you know what? That's gonna be a really hard journey. I don't want to do it. It's too far away. The goal's too far. The money's too far. The whatever's too far away. And they imagine all of the problems that exist in their future. Rather than trying to figure out, instead of imagining all the problems of the future, they imagine all the positives of the future. They're like, well, look, the next step is only, you know, it's another only a foot away. I can make this happen. There might be some great things I learned along this process. The journey's gonna be really fun. I can do this. And I think people become paralyzed when they focus on the problems instead of on the positives. They end up in this paralyzed step because they're they're falsely imagining all these realities. They're gonna take them down uh, a path 
that potentially is seen as dangerous. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, a, now, a rabbit hole, if you will. Yeah, yeah, you get caught up and consumed in that. What is it about staying positive? How How is it, Steve, that you remain positive? Are there other tricks that you do? You said you mentioned celebrating wins. You said looking at the next first step. What are other things that you, you can remain positive despite chaos around you? Mm. So being present, that's one of the big things. And, and sometimes as even I, I could get talking and I can go almost go on a rant, if you will, to talk about all the pe people things people could do or should do. But rant, buddy. It, rant it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, it, it's it's also individualized, right? We could talk about meditation and exercise and 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 journal writing and gratitude and, and all those types of things, but they don't work the same for everybody. And so one of the things one of the things that I do is that I find I find the things that work best for me. And even when I'm coaching people through the same thing, I may make a suggestion of something that I do, but at the same time, I'm helping people find their own answers. What are you comfortable with? You're not going to tell somebody to, uh, okay, so you got to get healthy. You got to go take care of yourself. And this is the, these are the things you got to do. Well, that's going to put limitations on people automatically, right? Because they start thinking about, oh, that, oh, how that person is so in shape and they're so good at doing all this. And how, how can I do that? And then all of a sudden those, those self limitations are, you're putting them on yourself automatically. Mm -hmm. So instead you just got to focus on how can I do, how can I get to that goal? But what's going to work for me? It might not, maybe that this worked for you, but it might not work mm -hmm. for me. And so you got to focus on yourself. What am I good at? What am I capable of? What am I really good right. at right now? And then celebrate that way and moving forward. So it's, it's not, it's not just the idea of like drowning out those voices, but also remaining focused on yourself in a way that is positive for what you can do for your future. Is that what I'm understanding? A lot of, yeah. So remain present. So where am I right now today? So what celebrate, what got me there in the first place, right? These are the things that I did to get me here. Did I'm sure that many people do not appreciate the things that they had to go through to get to where they are. There's no, there's nobody out there that literally, you know, people that silver platter, you know, things aren't just handed to you on a silver platter. I mean, in some cases it's a little bit easier for others, but at the same time, everybody worked hard in some way for what they've accomplished. And we got to stop comparing ourselves to other people all the time. I don't live a lifestyle, Jason, in comparison to you and I, I don't live the same lifestyle as you. I don't have a beautiful acres, although I'm, I'm trying to get that. I want a beautiful acreage and I really envy you for that, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I love where you move, but at the same <laughs> time, come down and visit, buddy. Come down. All right, well, <laughs> if, if they ever let us travel between Canada and the United States again, if Canada <laughs> lets you out, come on down, we'll hang out. Man. We'll, we'll yeah. Hang but, uh, you know, we can't, we can't get caught up comparing ourselves to other people. And especially that's where social media is. It can be a really negative for us is that. You're following, you know, X number of people and you're comparing yourself to all their lifestyle. Well, my life's not like that. And that depresses you and that brings you down. Well, then why, why put yourself in that position of comparing yourself to what, you know, what other people have? Why even, why even bother with that? And it's okay to model, you know, I'm sure you've, you've talked about that type of stuff too. Modeling, you know, the person that you want to be and or, or the, where you want to go um, in your life. And it's okay to model people, but to think that you're that person and compare yourself and say you're that you're, you're that exact same person, then that's unfair to yourself. So don't be unfair to yourself by, by making those comparisons, appreciate who you are, live in your present right now, appreciate what you, what you've done to get there, know what goals and the things that you want to keep moving yourself forward and then focus on some next steps and, and what's going to help you get there.
You know, I think, Steve, one of the things that happens for you, you mentioned this comparison theory. And by the way, if you guys ever struggle with comparing yourself to somebody else, say comparing in the chat. But uh, it's really fascinating. I was I was actually looking at a video or a video. It was a photo yesterday that was shared in one of the groups that I'm a member of that I, I absolutely love. Uh, and it's, it's been a family for me for literally the last, I think it's been six years, if not seven years. And it was fascinating because it showed a picture of one of my friends who's in this group that I've always looked up to. Like he's always been on this giant pedestal in front of me, Steve. And I, I see him all the time and I'm like, God, he just does such amazing things. I'm like, he's always up here and I'm down here, right? Like that's kind of how I've seen this guy. And then come to find out he had started in this group with me two years prior to me, two years prior. And I saw a picture of him celebrating a milestone that we smoked years ago. And it just reminded me, I'm like, oh, that was 2014 when he was at that level. And I just realized sometimes what we can do is we see people ahead of us and like, you know, here we are here. And then here's somebody else here. And no matter what we do is like, as we go and go and go and go, like they're always ahead of us. And we're like, I will never be where that person is. But the problem is, is that it's like, you're comparing yourself to where they were now. But it's like, if I rewind just a year or two ago, uh, when, when I had started, like I, we'd be at the same spot. And so the progress over time is very similar to what it is that we're doing. We often compare ourselves to somebody who has a different number of time or a different amount of time in there. And my boys are notorious at doing this, right? I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And my, my four-year-old's like, I can't do what my big brother can do. And I'm like, I know you're four. It's okay. Or likewise, my seven-year-old son will get frustrated with his younger brother who is four years old saying, why can't he run as fast as I can? Why can't he do what I'm doing? And we end up in this world where all of us have different cook times, but we get frustrated and not just being grateful for where we are. And I think you mentioned it, Steve, you said practicing gratitude, celebrating our wins and really being tuned into, you know, we truly focusing on ourselves. We are our only competition in this world right? If you think that somebody else is slowing you down or that you think somebody else has got an advantage over you or something else, it might just because they're, be because their cook time has been a little different than yours. And what I've learned about working with people over the years, Steve, is that the people who have achieved the most success, at least that I, I, that I now surround myself with, are the most willing to give to those that they see in positions of growth. They don't really care if you've achieved a lot. They just wanna see if you're continuing to grow a lot, right? And so when I see them look, look, look down, and they're like, oh, look, I remember when I was at that size, look at how quick you're growing, look at what you're doing. All they wanna do is see growth from you. They're not really interested in when you got, get to where you wanna go, they just wanna see you continue to grow. And I mm -hmm. just think, man, you gotta find people around you that, uh, that are, at your level or above your level that want to rip you up into the atmosphere because of the time and effort you put in. And I, I think that's what I love about watching any Olympic sport, whether it's Special Olympics or others, is that, man, the motivation and the cheering and the drive and the strive. And like you said, it's just how do we get better as people, I think is what drives me to, to uh, watch that inspiration and to be around uh, any type of person who's aspiring to be better. Yeah. And you know, and Jason, that was, that was really well put. And I really appreciate the, the piece that you shared there about younger brother can't, com, can't, you know, level up to his older brother. But then at the same time, older brother looks down on his younger brother and say, why can't he, you know, I was really cool. And, but so it kind of made me, maybe this, all this conversation is making me think about challenge. The word challenge came to mind for me. And I think that's because mm -hmm. 
sometimes we don't challenge ourselves enough and we got to be willing to challenge ourselves enough and we can't get comfortable all the time and, and just expect things yeah. to be fed to us and given to us. And, and so it's okay to challenge yourself, set that goal, find that next step and, and make it a challenge of some sort so that you can make it either, either it excels you and moves you forward or it's a learning experience for you, but you need that challenge in order to create a positive change. That's another thing actually, now, now that I'm, now that I'm really on this, um, change is another thing too, right? You gotta, you gotta appreciate change. Change is, an, is inevitable. And I remember Mac Newton, you know, locking that into our minds when I was sitting in his 104 degree Taekwondo studio, right? <laughs> change is inevitable, yeah. right? And so you might as well, why not try to be in control of the change? If you, if you allow the outside world or, or the outside influences and all the craziness and the chaos, like we talked about at the start of this podcast, if you let all that chaos influence you, it's gonna it's gonna bring down your morals, or, or sorry, it's gonna bring down your your own motivation and your own your own momentum, right? So why not challenge yourself to create your own change instead of allowing other people in the world to always cause your change? And because it just creates a resentment, right? If if you're yeah. letting the outside world change you, that creates a resentment, and that's gonna bring your mood level down even more. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love what you said. Challenge and change. So if you, instead of you look at the world as being crazy and in chaos, as if you look at it as a challenge, it will help change you and adapt to where you want to go. I think it's a great place, Steve, for us to put a, a pin in this thing, uh, which reminds me to plug our seven-day challenge. Speaking of challenges, it reminds me Ooh. to plug our seven-day Beautiful Minds challenge. Did you see what I did there? That was That's called... That's what we call a transition there in the biz. Did you like that? Uh, I'm just kidding. Man. Uh, but the idea is, is if you guys want to challenge, if you guys want to completely reset your mind in just seven days, sign up for our seven day beautiful minds challenge. We will give you some intentional challenges that you can take on that will actually change your mindset. Instead of you just being pelted by the internet and the news and all these other things that are just throwing the life at you to go, what am I supposed to do? Let's get your mind in the right space so you can ha handle the challenges around you and create the change that you want. Steve, as always, dude, it's good to see you. Good to hang out. I can't wait for the borders to open up so we can hang out more. Good to see you. Yes. I hope you have an extraordinary day, and thanks for being on today, man. Let's open up them uh, borders. Write somebody. Write your congressman. Let's make something happen. All right, thanks, Steve, for being right. on today. Thanks you for being on part of Beautiful Minds. Thank Bye, guys. Smile and be awesome. Thanks for joining us on today's show. If you want to get access to our seven day Beautiful Minds Challenge, you can either comment below and just say seven day and I'll shoot you the information so you can get immediate access to that or find me on any social media and just send me the message seven day and I'll make sure I get that out to you right away. And if you really enjoyed today's show, it would do me a huge favor if you went online, whether it was Spotify, Pandora or iTunes or any sort of podcast platform that you can find us on and search for The Beautiful Minds Show, subscribe to our channel and then make sure you give us a rating. Every time you give us a rating, it helps us get more eyeballs on our show and help more people have a more beautiful mind. Thanks again for joining us.